What is going on, Pink Squirrel? Big Chief Thunder along Oh my. What is going on, dude, Sean? Well, I'm glad there's a lot of things. All right, I'm back. All right. Get started here in uh, two and a half minutes. Happy New Year over in New York to you, Big Chief Thunder. Just uh, saw everybody celebrate with all their masks out in the streets. That was good to see. Here in the West, we are still about... I don't know, two hours and 40 minutes or so and counting. Get our asses out to the, uh, the strip here in Las Vegas and get some fireworks. Boogie, you gotta wait till we start the show before I take any calls. <laughs> Hopefully, Pertwee and Robert are on their way. Well, I don't know. It's you know, Bert is an old guy, and he might be asleep already. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, he's gonna miss out on all the festivities. I I know. I know. it happens. It does happen. Well, I, I was just over in Jester's show, um, and I think Robert's hanging out with them right this moment. But I'm sure he'll probably be on his way soon. No worries. Okay, okay, yeah. Has come and gone. Oh, that's it. Oh, where's Captain A? Welcome, Captain A. I don't think I've seen you in here before, Captain A. Hopefully you're having a um, nice new not, not to be confused with Mr. A. Yeah, not Mr. A. It's Captain A. Anyways, Captain A will get started here in about uh, 20 seconds, so hold, hold on to your bridges. I'm trying to think which one I'm going to try uh, to play. We've had some work in progress on uh, the intro, so cheers to you as well, my friend. I got I got to figure out which one it is. Um Mm-hmm. Let's try. Okay, we're gonna try. Hmm, I think it's this one, maybe. Let's see. No, I don't like that one. I think it's this one. Ladies and gentlemen, having made his escape from Third World California and landing in the bright lights and freedom-loving locale of Las Vegas. Pleased to share the fruits of legal immigration, capitalism, news, and entertainment that is serious, but only slightly. Broadcasting live from the Let's Go Brandon studios and sponsored by Common Sense. It's the Slightly Serious Show with your host, James Mitchell. Take it away, Mr. James. Wow. Oh, 
that's right. That's not uh, on there. Anyways, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, all, all, uh, everyone's out celebrating uh, the New Year's Eve. Producer Eric, good to see you, my friend. How have you been? Um, I mean, it's been pretty good for the most part. I hear fireworks going off like outside, and and I think Stone Mountain. Um, I drove up into it to Atlanta around six o'clock this evening, and I got brought pizza home from Mellow Mushroom. Oh, you had some pizza tonight. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Wow, what is that yeah. noise? Is that you? Or is this, I hear some static. I don't know if it's me or you. Or I'm having to use my corded headset because I'm having to charge up my uh, Bluetooth headset. Oh, my. Okay. Well, uh, you know, today we started off the New Year's Eve. Uh, we started off with some breakfast and some uh, what's called Prosecco, which is uh, an alternative to champagne. And then uh, Big Sexy... Oh my gosh! He he uh he the prosecco he made it change colors. It very interesting. Uh, and then uh, hold on one second, Eric. I mean, yeah, that's that is you. Anyways, uh, and then uh for dinner, oh my god, it's the prime rib dinner with baked mashed potatoes, and we also had artichokes. And oh my God! If there was if there was more to eat, I would probably still be eating and we wouldn't be doing a show. And uh, but it was uh, it was oh, it was amazing. I I can't say enough about it. If you haven't uh, if you're not subscribed to Big Sexy, you can always go to Instagram at dumpling underscore six one nine and check out all the amazing dishes that he likes to cook, especially the fantastic meal this evening. And uh, Mike Tampa Bay, happy new damn new year to you as well. I know uh, it is uh, past midnight out there, and uh, hopefully you've brought in the new year in a nice, safe, positive environment without a mask. And uh, we also have our good friend Robert calling in. Robert, how are you this New Year's Eve? I'm good. Well, that's good. Uh, is it? Uh, you're in Iowa, right? So what? You got? You have like an hour um... to come up. Uh, 40 minutes. All right, not bad. And are you going to be shooting off some fireworks or anything? What what do you got what do you got planned? No, just watch them on YouTube. I don't even know how to shoot them off. Oh, okay. Well, that's good because, you know, we don't want you to be missing fingers and shit. That would not be good. There was something I was watching on TV at a friend's house cuz I don't have cable service cuz I can't afford it. Right. Uh, we're sp- we're supposed to see an asteroid in 2029. It's one of the near-Earth objects. You're supposed to be able to see it with your naked eyeball. Are we going to put so Joe Biden? Is, is Joe Biden going to be on that asteroid? No, we wish. <laughs> that we do. But uh, anyway, they're hoping it don't, because it'll be so close to the Earth's gravitational pull, they're hoping that it doesn't get pulled into her, toward Earth or, hmm, yeah. we might have a Big problem. That could be a big problem, but you know, the one thing we worry about first, we got to get there first. We have to get through uh, the Biden administration first before we even worry about an asteroid. We got to survive. Yeah, survive the next three years, Robert. See, you mean he's supposed to be president for the oh boy? Uh, yeah, tell me about. It. I don't think he'll survive, but you know, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, uh, unfortunately, I. I I'm sure everyone has heard by now, uh, by by 9:30 this evening uh, Pacific. Uh, if you have not heard, you uh, you're probably living in the fucking same basement as Joe Biden. 
But uh, unfortunately, it is it really saddens me to have to tell you that uh, Betty White has passed away at the age of 99 this morning. And uh, one day before the new year and within two weeks of her 100th birthday, uh, she passed away earlier this morning. And uh, very, very sad. And uh, all I could think of is, you know, you know when life is not fair, when 2021 has taken away Betty White, but has left us with Joe Biden. That's, uh, that's when life is just not fair. And uh, very sad. Uh, Betty, Betty White entertained, adored by millions across the, the world, not just here in the United States. And uh, her love and affection for animals and stuff like that. Uh, a lot of uh, hearts are broken, a lot of sad faces across the country. But, uh, you know, a lot of people thought she's never going to never going to die. And uh, unfortunately, it's, we all know at one point or another, the time will come. And unfortunately, that day came for her today. So uh, rest in peace to Betty White, the uh, infamously known or famously known as uh, Rose Nyland on The Golden Girls. And if you haven't watched that program. And Sue Ann Nivens on Mary Tyler Moore. And don't forget Eunice on like, like Carol Burnett created segment, The Family, which later turned into Mama's Family. Yes, that that she 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 started on many of the life with Elizabeth and then her, you know, and then her, you know, marriage to Alan Ludd and like password game show host. Yep. And she never she she was married to him for about eight. I think it was 18 years. That is correct. And even once once he passed, uh, she she was no no longer interested in anybody else. Uh, She uh, kept, you know kept single and uh, was continued to be happy. And she was one of those, I wouldn't even call her a Hollywood star, even though she was a star, but she's like probably one of the very few, if not the last entertainment type person to just be such a humble person. She was very humble. She was, she, she never thought, you know, she even made remarks a few years back when she was receiving an award at a ceremony saying how she would look out at the crowd at all these famous people, you know, thinking that, Hey, they're more famous than her. And she's like, yeah, I not even know some of you, but she was always the most humblest of persons, uh, always a smile on her face. And, uh, it's just sad that she's gone. And, uh, I was very, very shocked. A big sexy came in this morning and said, uh, Hey, Betty White is dead. I'm like, yeah, we've heard that before, um, you know, but indeed didn't. Um, it was true. Well, and I think she was also on the 2021 celebrity death list by one of our listeners. That she was. And uh, I was going to go ahead and get into that. I'm going to bring that up right now. Uh, I know uh, a lot of our participants are not with us live tonight, but we can go ahead and take a look at that as they only have uh what do they got here on the West Coast? They got two and a half hours for more people to die. Um, we have uh, a Barrent. Uh, he had Betty White, but Queen Elizabeth and Bob Barker are still alive, so he's not going to win. Um, Eric, you had Tom Brokaw, Barbara Walters, and Angela Lansbury. Um, I th- all three. Barbara Walters, did she, is she still alive? Um, yes, she is. And BP 49 just entered the room. 
Welcome to the show, BP. Good to see you. We're going through the uh, celebrity death pool match, uh, basically, since the unfortunate passing of Betty White occurred. Uh, we do know that there's a few people that had her on their list. Um, per we had Queen Elizabeth, Dick Van Dyke, and Bob Barker. All three. Uh, Dick Van Dyke passed away, right? Anybody can confirm that Dick Van Dyke is alive or dead? I'm checking right now. It seems like he's still alive. Anyways, uh, so Pert's not going to win because uh, Bob Barker's he's he's gonna he's gonna reach hundred, I think. Uh, our good friend Dose he had Betty White. Uh, he also had Britney Spears, who was actually more alive than she has been in the last few years. <laughs> and then he also had uh, Harrison Ford. Uh, Honeybee has Angela Lansbury, uh, Sydney Potier, and Norman Lloyd. Not all three of those have passed. And uh, Tampa Bay Mike had Chuck Norris, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Chuck Schumer. Uh, all three of those are surviving. And I also had Betty White. Uh, shame on me, but yes, I did have Betty White, uh, Bob Barker, and Jimmy Carter. And uh, Bob Barker, of course, is still alive, and so is Jimmy Carter. Uh, Just Doc had Bob Dole, so she had one. Ed, I think Ed Asner passed away as well, right? Mr. Eric, is Ed Asner still alive? Yes, he uh, he passed away back in August. So Just Doc, if Don King within the next eh, two and a half hours dies, Just Doc, you're going to be our winner. Um, I guess we'll find out, but I'm going to drop a link in the Podbean chat of a favorite Saturday Night Live clip when Betty White hosted Saturday Night Live, and you know, in the the like the Census Taker segment where um her name is Blarfengar. <laughs> okay, and you're are you going to drop a link for me? It's in the Podbean chat. Oh, okay. Let me uh, go ahead and take a look at that, and uh, oh, this is hilarious. We'll go ahead and set. Whoa. We'll go ahead and set that up here, and uh, we Is might. We have a little commercial to listen to mm-hmm. here in a second. Gotta love commercials from uh, the YouTube folks at YouTube. Sometimes they let you skip them within five seconds. Other times they make you wait the entire damn commercial. Hello, ma'am. I am a census taker with the U.S. Census Bureau. Oh, terrific! Good for you. Bye. Oh, no, wait. Hang on, you never returned your 2000 form, so if I could just ask you a few questions. Absolutely, dear. Will I need a calculator? No, ma'am. Because I have one, but I took the batteries out to use them in a crotch massage. <laughs> no, you will not need a calculator. Uh, first question, how many people live at this residence? Uh, zero. You don't live- <laughs> oh, including me? Three. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to put you down as the primary resident. Terrific. Now, what, how would you describe your race or ethnic origin? Well, to, superior to Asians, but not as intelligent as black. <laughs> Let me clarify. Which of the following describes you? Uh, white, Asian, Hispanic, Pacific Islander? Oh, Pacific Islander. Let's try that. And don't skimp on the rum. (laughs) Uh, What is your last name, ma'am? Blarfengar. 
Can you spell that for me? S M I T H. And that's pronounced Blarfengard. Not Smith. They changed it at Ellis Island when I was there two weeks ago on a bingo cruise. <laughs> and your first name? Blarfengard. And that's spelled L E E. So your name is Blarfengar, Blarfengar, spelled Lee Smith. Well, back in school, they had to call me Blarfengar B because there was another girl in the class named Lee Jarvis. Okay, sure. Uh, are there any people living in this residence part-time? Oh, goodness, yes. There's Fluffy, Princess, Tigger, Socks. Oh, and these are people we're talking about and not cats, right? There's really no way of knowing. <laughs> Sometimes when I see their big eyes looking up from my lap, I think, that's definitely a homeless guy in a fur coat. <laughs> Honestly, Ms. Blarfengar, the government is just trying to ascertain. Ah, ascertain. That used to be my stripper name. <laughs> I recently changed it to Blarfengar. Okay, you know what? We're done. Oh, good. You have a good day, sir. <laughs> Fluffy, get down from there. Uh, I was chasing a mouth. Wow, so that was a clip uh, from an SNL skit that she had taken. uh, Back in 2010. Yeah, back in 2010. And uh, yeah, she was she was funny as hell. And and I was reading up uh, on her. Uh, Originally, she was supposed to be she was going to play the part of Blanche Devereaux before they gave that part to Sue uh, to. What's her name? Uh, what was B. Her? Arthur? Oh, oh Rue McClanahan. My, my bad. Yeah, Rue McClanahan took that role, and uh, whoever decided the roles on that show, that was magic because they they performed like no other crew on set of any mm-hmm. television series that I've ever watched. So, anyways, um, very sad. But so many other people passed away as well over the past year. Uh, I had. I can't. I, there's so many of them. I we're not going to name every single damn one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going to go uh, along a few of the ones that people may have may have known about. Uh, Norm Macdonald, he died at the age of 61 from cancer. He also had, let's see, uh, Charlie Watts. He was the Rolling Stones drummer. Uh, Biz Markey, he's also another musician. Um, that, uh, Robert Downey Sr. passed away back in July. And uh, William Smith, he was best known for his tough guy roles in Hawaii Five-0. He died back in July. And also other people who passed away in 2021. You had, uh, let's see, I don't know. I don't know many of these people. Uh, Arlene Golanka. Never heard of her. Yeah, she was uh, in a series from 1968 to 71 called Mayberry RFD. Before my so. Um, other notables we have, I mean, this, this list is like long, um, let's see. Mm-mm-mm. I know D O DMX. Most people are not sure. I know who DMX is. He was a rapper. He uh, passed away back in April at the age of 50. And, uh, a lot of people were surprised about that. Um, 
George Seagal. You know George Seagal? He passed away at the age of 87, and, one of, and uh, he was survived by his uh, wife, Sonia Seagal. He was uh, Oscar-nominated back in the day. Uh, who else do we have? Uh, of course, uh, the, the famous conservative talk show host, Rush Limbaugh, who passed away back in February at the age of 70. You also had the founder of Hustler, Larry Flint, who passed away at the age of 78. And uh, he, had, uh, he had been having health problems ever since a 78 murder attempt left him paralyzed from the waist down. And then uh, the Save by the Save by the Spell star Dustin Diamond, also AKA known as Screech, he passed a, he passed away at the age of forty four in February from from stage four cancer. He was had barely been diagnosed within the year, and uh, he passed away. And uh, Larry King, the talk show host, uh, died in January at the age of eighty seven. You also have uh, sports stars Hank Aaron, who died back in January. He was 86, known as Hammer and Hank. Uh, other sports. Oh, we can't forget about Mr. Rogers' widow, uh, Joanne Rogers. She passed away. Mm-hmm. She, she was the uh, board, the chair of the board of the Fed, Ro- Fred Rogers' production. She passed away at the age of 92. Uh, Siegfried. You know, Roy's partner, he passed away. So no more Siegfried and Roy. They're both up in heaven, probably playing around with lions and tigers and bears. He was 80. Oh, my. Right? Oh, my. I can't believe he was 81 years old. Mm -hmm. It's amazing amazing how old we're getting. Um, What else? Um, Marion Ramsey. Do you know? Does that ring a bell? Never heard of her. She was the black female cop in Police Academy. Do you, do you remember the soft smoke, uh, soft spoken one? Did you ever watch Police Academy? I remember the Police Academy movies. I think the one standout character was the guy who could, who could like, like vocalize like sounds, you know, with his, yeah, you know, with with his voice. Um, and then Bobcat Goldweight was in that movie series too, who yes. played the voice of Mister Floppy in Unhappily Ever After, like the WB TV sitcom. Yep, I remember him. He was uh, he was really good. You know, and I've been dropping a few names in the chat. Like um, this week, we of course lost legendary football coach and broadcaster John Madden. Yes, I was going to bring that up. Uh, I, that was. I've amazing. been the, another actress and comedian, Cloris Leachman, died earlier this year too. Wow! Yeah, that's a lot of a lot of people. A lot of people dying. I can't believe you guys couldn't pick three out of all of these that I've named. Unbelievable. <laughs> they, they, they seem like they were in perfectly good health, or or they um, or they, they just went away quietly, and we never saw and heard from them again when they retired. That is true. So now I'm 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 really hoping that Bob Barker makes a hundred years old. He's he's gonna be he's ninety yeah. he's ninety eight right now. I think he can do it. I uh, I watched the uh, there was a. a Price is Right uh, television special, 50th year anniversary of the Price is mm-hmm. Right that I watched. Uh, that was good. and They showed o- some old clips of Bob and all that. I grew up uh, on Bob Barker and uh, the Price is Right, so I don't know. It, it'll, it'll probably be another very, very sad day the day he passes. Um, but, yeah, that's that's pretty much who's passed away over the past year. And, uh, you know, you can always uh, duck, duck, go if you'd like to know other people that I don't really know about, so I 
don't even really care about uh, bringing them up because I really don't know anything about them. But we we are here on the West Coast, about in two and two hours and twenty minutes away from the New Year. And yep. I kind of want to go over what's taken place over this past year. Um, I, I was going to put them in order of significance, which it got to be the point where some of them are just as significant as others. So I couldn't really do that. And obviously, you know, the beginning of the year, we all know what we had to deal with. We had to deal with a fraudulent election, Joe Biden becoming our president. And then, you know, the news media and everybody else saying how January 6th was an insurrection of our government and our country, people trying to take over the democracy and destroy it and all this bullshit. And I think that was the biggest story of the year. And I think the biggest thing that came about from all of it is the fact that we are at a place in our, and at least our, yours, mine, in our lifetime, to where our society is the most divided it has ever been in our life. And January 6th and this whole presidency is the biggest thing. Number one, the biggest reason is because nobody has faith in the electoral system anymore. Because no matter who you ask, if you ask a Democrat, was the election fair? They're going to say yes, no matter what evidence you show them or what you tell them. You go ask the conservative side, they're going to say the same exact thing as far as that it was rigged, that Trump won this election, and there's nothing you're going to do to change their mind. And I'm not here to tell you whether it was rigged or not, because at the end of the day, as we well know, being 12 months out from that, it really doesn't matter if it was rigged or not because we're stuck with what we got. The thing about it is, is you got to keep in mind that above all else, the only thing that we got is our neighbors in our communities. And try not to let the media, try not to let the politicians get dig, get under your skin. And uh, but that was, the, I think, the biggest, uh, the biggest, the biggest news story of of the year. Uh, BP said he started out his new year by winning it on a ten dollars scratch ticket. BP, what did you win, buddy? Congratulations to BP. Oh, the BP, Big Sexy just came and gave us some information to have a COVID-free experience in scratching off your lottery ticket. Instead of having to use a dirty quarter that you might get COVID from, you might be able, he says, go ahead and use like hand sanitizer and pour it on your lotto, lottery ticket, and then you don't have to scratch it off. You just rub it all off. Try that out. I, I, have you seen this happen? I've seen it, but I don't know if it's true. Or he not. doesn't. He, he uh, disclaimer. Uh, he's not going to guarantee that it works. He just saw it on a video. It oh, on oh, BP won ten dollars on a two dollar scratcher. Okay. Nice. Well, congratulations, BP. That's five times your money, my friend. If you could do that every time, of, uh, every time you went, you you wouldn't have to work graveyards anymore. Was it a machine or a? Big sexy would like to know. Was it? Did you get the ticket out of a machine or did you get it from like the 7-Eleven to where they pulled it out? 
Uh, he got it out of a machine. Yeah, he, Big Sexy likes the lottery lottery tickets out of the machine. Or the low numbers. So with the $10, are you now going to be buying a $10 lottery ticket to see if you can bump that up to like 50 bucks? <laughs> are you going home a winner? Be interesting to know. Uh, other news stories that happened aside from the election and the dividedness uh, and aside from <clears throat> Brandon being uh, being in, in uh, inaugurated as uh, <clears throat> our president. Um, that was a traumatic experience for many millions of United States Americans. The other thing, uh, obviously, right after he took over the presidency, he got the United States out of the Paris Climate Agreement. And we've seen how that's been holding up. And also back in April, we had uh, the Derek Chauvin, basically find him being found guilty by the jury, a Minneapolis jury. So, you know, I guess if you took anything positive out of that, I guess you could say at least there was no more rioting in Minneapolis. That's what I concluded about that. Um, and don't forget, and I'm never going to forget this, uh, back, rolling back in January, on January 6th, because I believe that it's very imperative that we always remember, you know how Derek Chauvin was convicted for murdering a citizen? Keep in mind, in January, we have a police officer, a Capitol police officer, who is still yet, being December 31st, 2021, a Capitol Police officer who shot and killed and murdered a female veteran of this country at the Capitol, he is still a free person. I, I would say a free man, but everyone gets all butthurt when you say man, woman, or whatever. But anyways, I, I digress on that. It's amazing the hypocrisy that has has. Like, there's no shame in hypocrisy anymore. It's just like they just fucking put it out there and they don't care what you think. So, apparently, it's okay for a cop to shoot a citizen depending on the racial color. But if it's the wrong color, you're fucking going to jail. Anyways, that's all I got to say about that. And uh, I'm sure you all know who I'm talking about. Uh, the. Ashley Babbitt's uh, case, uh, basically, where no cop has been indicted on any charges for her, the, her death. And keep in mind, like I said, she was unarmed. BP and uh, news update. BP says uh, he's taking his $10 winner on his lottery ticket and heading home. He's calling it a day. And uh, BP, Big Sexy says you're a smart man for that. It says invest it in, in uh, some Dogecoin. Help, help me out. Um, then we got to the Summer Olympics where we saw Simone Biles winning a uh, bronze on the balance beam before she had to withdraw, citing her mental health concerns. That was actually, speaking of mental health, Eric, that was like one of the stories of 2021 that was never even brought up by the media, never brought up by the politicians as far as the mental health of Americans all across this nation after being after their freedoms and liberties had been taken away. Basically, them being told to stay in their damn house, throw away your key and uh, be a good little boy and girl before we, I'll tell you when you can come out. 
So that can't make our top 20, uh, 2021 news because it was never a news item. Nobody wants to talk about mental health. Well, or they'll probably just just put their own spin on, like, you know, back when Barack Obama told GOP leadership back in 2013, the we don't have a spending problem, we have a health care problem. I think they would you'd probably have them saying, we don't have a mental health problem. We have a gun control problem. Yeah, that, that is true. But I, th- I, I think really at the end of the day, what it is, is America has got a common sense problem. That they do. I, I mean, especially, uh, I mean, not that I want to fast forward, but I mean, let's talk about Alec Baldwin. I mean, you want to talk about common sense. You have the actor Alec Baldwin, who, I mean, let's be honest with, with ourselves. He shot and killed the cinematographer, but he wants to tell everybody, oh, I didn't shoot her. The gun went off on its own. Okay. <laughs> you keep believing that, Alec. We know you're rich and you're famous and all that, and you think you can get away with murder, uh, but I'm sorry, buddy. You, you need to be held accountable for something. Anyways, let's get back. Uh, in, in August, uh, you know, Joe Biden uh, left Americans in Afghanistan to be killed when he uh, basically withdrew all of the American troops after a two-decade war that took over 2,400 U.S. service personnel. Um, I don't think we'll ever let him forget about that. Not that he cares, or he probably doesn't even remember what happened. And then uh, what else? We have October uh, brought the welcome news that, well, I say welcome news, but it brought the news that the World Health Organization had endorsed the world's first vaccine against malaria. So there you go. And then we also had all of the wonderful vaccines, excuse me, all the wonderful shots for COVID that they're trying to get you to take. Uh, I think we're up to what, four, four shots now, Eric? You have uh, two and then booster and a booster. Are we up to two boosters yet? Um, there, there really ain't no telling, but as far as the common sense concerned, um, what do you have to say about that, R. Kelly? Oh, R. Kelly. Uh, hang on. Um, commercial. Oh, I, I thought um, R. Kelly whistling for us for a second. That's stupid. Use your common sense. There did you, you go. hear that? I did. That was really good. Use your common sense. And then, uh, yeah. and then this uh, this wonderful month, we had uh, tornadoes ripping through the South and Midwest, killing upwards of almost a hundred people. It was very sad. But as we close out twenty twenty one, I don't know. I don't. I don't foresee anything getting better. I. I. I'm not wishing this. Don't get me wrong. Don't be sending me emails saying, "Oh, you just you just want." shit to go downhill for things to be locked down businesses to go out of business but i'm telling you things are getting to be set up to where this government this brandon administration is going to lock everything down again i mean you have a a senate bill in new york that apparently seems to have been squashed for the time being but you have there was a bill and why it was even introduced in the first place i have no idea but they had a bill that they were going to have internment camps 
And basically wow. the government in New York, if they deemed you to be any type of health threat to the community with, without going through any court processes, without due process, they could go to your home, yank your ass out of your home, and throw you into an internment camp. I'm not joking. It's, it's, it's there. It's out there. You can Google it. You can duck, duck, go it. But the, for the, even the pure, simple fact that a government official could draft such language and try to even introduce it, even though it was back in 2015 when it initially was written, it was reintroduced this past year in New York. You have people in Austria. They're going through to internment camps right now. This is a dangerous path, and I'm not saying it's a Democrat thing. It's a, a Republican thing. It's a government issue. And now, all of a sudden, you know, the Brandon administration wants to go ahead and start sending test kits to every American all across this country. Why? What are you, are you, Brandon? Are you trying to trying to increase the percentages of people ca- uh, contracting COVID to make it look good enough so you can say, "Oh well, gosh, everyone has COVID, and we need to do something about it. We need to lock everything down, throw you in, into an internment camp." and move on with life. I say the exact opposite. Let be what's going to be. And for the, you know, and you have a leader of this country a few weeks back basically writing to the American people and more specifically the uh, unvaccinated folks such as myself saying that it's going to be a basically and I'm not I'm paraphrasing here, basically that it's going to be a rough winter for those of us that are unvaccinated and that we'll be very ill and die. Well, Brandon, I have the same sentiments and the same feelings towards you, my friend. I really do. You want to wish death upon me, illness and death upon me? You can go fuck yourself. You and your administration. Anyways, uh, that, that, that's the type of government we're looking at, folks. And as you continue to listen to the bullshit that comes out of Washington or the bullshit that comes out of your local news media, whether it be Fox, whether it be MSLSD or all of the pedophiles over at CNN. By the way, there's another executive producer that's being investigated for Playing with kids. Yeah, that's CNN for you folks. So keep watching that bullshit. Anyways, uh, long story short, it's time to stop worrying about all the other bullshit that's out there. All the, all of the, God, I don't even know how to say it. All the bullshit that just comes out. Because all it does is it's, it's there to divide you. It's there to divide you and myself. If you don't want to wear a mask, don't wear a fucking mask. If you don't want to take a shot, don't take a shot. That's your choice. I don't care what you do as just as much as you shouldn't give a shit what I do. And that's how we we'll agree to disagree. We'll continue on. Uh, Go have a kumbaya, which is probably politically incorrect, but I don't give a shit. 
Ah, BP says that CMN. It should be CMN, not CNN. Oh, dear. <laughs> uh, BP, do you want to uh, clarify what CMN is in the chat? <laughs> oh, my goodness. As long as it's not the Children's Miracle Network. No, I think it's something else. But uh, anyways, welcome to the show, AppCoder. Uh uh, BP says, do, re- do I really need to? No, you don't. I'm just, just, I, I heard, I heard big sexy say it and it can't, you know, if you, uh, just sounded out, I, I got it. <laughs> Did you get it yet, Eric? You're in the Navy, you know, seaman. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, sorry. <laughs> We have to have some fun on our show, Eric. I know. Uh, anyways, um, anyways, I'm done ranting about that. I, 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 I do. I don't. I, I don't think it's going to be. At least the first quarter of next year, it's not going to be great. Uh, someone told me they're expecting over a million cases of of Omicron at the beginning of next year on a daily basis. I don't believe it. Uh, but at the end of the day, everything I've read, everything I've heard. Everyone says it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, it's 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 it spreads rapidly uh, uh, across uh, multiple people and this and that, but it, I don't think anything. Nobody's dying. I mean, I think there's one person that died that I know of. Have you heard many other cases of people dying from Omicron? I haven't. You know, my seven-year-old niece Mar- Marley got the got the virus, but I think she's doing better now. But I haven't been in any kind of close contact with her. Thank goodness. Well, that's good. And I hope, and I hope she feels better soon. Uh, I was in another uh-huh. show I was listening to, and there's one gal and I'm not going to get all specific on who it was. Cause it really doesn't matter who it was. Cause everyone is entitled to, to their own opinions, but she was, she was talking about uh, the, you know, they're talking about the viruses and this and that and the other. And this one gal says, well, there's no such thing thing as viruses. <laughs> And, and I stay quiet. I mean, everybody's got their opinions. It's kind of far out there for me, but, you know, uh, okay. <laughs> but with the Omicron, I don't see many deaths, which is a positive thing. It's great. Now, because it's so easily trans- transmissible, are they going to, do you think they're going to start locking things down? I don't know. I wouldn't have put it past I them. I doubt it. Now there is a new uh, a new virus that is out there. Now it's not here in the United States, so uh, I'm I'm happy to report that. And I'm trying to bring up the article really quickly. Uh, it's more or less a uh, it's in India right now, and um, it is more or less a, a, another bird flu. And they're saying that. As far as the research that has been done thus far, that the it'll be very hard for humans to contract this. It's called HN5, H5N1. And uh, so they're saying it's very going to be very difficult for humans to contract this disease. Uh, however, if they do contract it, it will be like one of the most deadliest viruses that are out there. So uh, let's hope that it stays stays that way. I'm going to uh, go ahead and try to bring up that article. H5N1 outbreak. 
And like I said, uh, it's more or less over in India from what I thought. And uh, it's killed more than 5,200 5, cranes right now uh, over in Israel. No, not India. Did I say Israel or in India? You said India. Oh, I, I, uh, I'll correct that. It's in Israel, not India. So uh, this article is uh, back on the 28th that, that Israel is battling the coronavirus and a surge in flu cases, but it's an outbreak of the H5N1 avian flu among migratory cranes and domestic poultry that is drawing global concern. The bird flu, as it also called, is spreading fast in North Israel, where at least 5,200 cranes have died of the disease and hundreds of thousands of chickens have been culled in an effort to contain its advance. The avian flu is confined mostly to birds. It rarely jumps to humans, but when it does, it can be lethal. As of October, the WHO had confirmed 863 cases of H5N1 in people, 456 of whom died. Notice that we didn't see any strains for a little while, like, you know, kind of where Biden and the Democrats were trying to get past uh, some spending bills. You heard nothing about viruses or strains, did you? I don't recall any. And then, you know, they started having problems trying to pass the build back, build back better plan. And then they knew that it wasn't going to pass. And all of a sudden, look, we got a new strain. Omnicron is here. Lock every, hide the keys, throw the children in the basement, lock things down. All because they don't get their way to spend trillions more dollars of American money. That's kind of, that's kind of how I felt it went. I mean, if you, if you take a look back, go month to month, you heard nothing about COVID when they were trying to get these spending bills passed. I mean, well, call it a, is it irony or is it just, uh, you know, we got to, to me, I think it's one of those things to where, oh, Big Sexy thinks it's a coincidence. Well, I, um, I, I think, of course, President Biden, um, as we like to call President Brandon around here, um, we might as well just call him what he is. He's basically just the president in name only because we, we it's very obvious he's not calling the shots, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, uh, I think the way things look right now, you know, Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia and Senator Kirsten Sinema of Arizona appear to be way more presidential than Brandon and, and, and Camel Toe because, and, you know, and when, and then we played that clip on the previous show of, of her appearance on Charlemagne the God show. And she's all like, don't start talking like a Republican. I'm the vice president. And my name is Kamala Harris. And I'm like, you think we don't know that? Oh my. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate you reminding me about that. Yeah. It was Kamala getting all, she was getting all ghetto. That's how I would say. Oh yes. Yeah. She was, uh, the ghetto ness came out in Kamala. And, um, and, and we know she's clearly not qualified to be the vice president. Um, I mean, it, that, that, that is just basically a fine example of 
identity politics right there. That it is. And the, the only reason she became vice president, and I, and I have no problem saying this, uh, you know how, uh, you know, colleges, you know, across our nation, uh, it's called affirmative action. That's how Kamala Harris became our vice president due to affirmative action. They needed a black female. So she was the chosen one. I guess you could say she was the token black chick. Well, and, and if you remember earlier in 2020 during like the, the Democratic presidential debates and, um, and of course, and her and Joe Biden were button heads. And then, and then when, when Joe Biden selected her to be the VP running mate, now suddenly Biden and Harris are all lovey-dovey and all like, 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 like it never happened. And, you know, and if you thought that was pretty bad, look at the exchange like Elizabeth Warren and Bernie San Sanders had on the that debate, debate stage where B Bernie Sanders goes up to Elizabeth Warren saying, like, how dare you call me racist? But but if you look at them today, oh, oh, they're real lovey-dovey, uh, like it never happened. Of course. Yeah, no, of course. That's, that's how the game is played. And, uh, you know, with, you know, people you are going to say, Oh, I, what you just said, it's so racist. No, it's not racist. It's just being, it's just speaking frankly. I would have, I would have had a lot more respect if, you know what, if Joe Biden had picked Oprah Winfrey as his VP, I would have had more respect of him, of picking her because you know what, at least Oprah gives a shit about people. The only thing Kamala Harris has done in her political career is uh god help me on this eric what has she done i mean she she loves putting well um, in, in in prison and keeping them locking the door on them until she became vice mm -hmm. president yep um well i think she was good at performing sexual favors with with a certain mr brown oh yeah that's right mr brown for will forever remember camilla but, uh, yeah, she hasn't done shit. She hasn't done a damn thing. I mean, hell, M Michelle Obama, not even being the president or vice president, did a lot more while her husband was in office than Kamala's done in the first year. And speaking of which, there's birds chirping about the 2024 about Michelle Obama running. So stay tuned to that. I don't know if you've heard, Eric, but uh, there are birds, birds chirping in the Democrat Party right now about Michelle Obama. And I think we've all had enough of the Obamas, but we'll see. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess well, that's we've all. we've had enough of Bill and Hillary, too. Yeah, I'm surprised they're not divorced yet. I mean, I, you would think that after they got through the presidency and she's a, a failed uh, you know, nominee and all that, the party's over and that, uh, you know, Hillary can, I mean, she's. She probably has more money than Bill does anyways. But uh, I'm surprised those two are still even together. But, uh, yeah, Michelle Obama, that's uh, that's the latest uh, in the, uh, you know, all the uh, secret backdoor talkings uh, that uh, Michelle might be looking at a run for something. But we'll see. I, we have to deal with getting through uh, the current administration first. Uh, do, you, do you think that, Eric, do you think that they were going to continue to try to push that Build Back Better program at the beginning of the year? I really don't. Um, I don't doubt that, you know, it's going to go anywhere. But but on the subject of Bill and Hillary, I think um, 
the, the, the their wedding song would be this. Yeah, the Tammy Wynette song, Stand By Your Man. Let me fast forward to the... Yeah, but but like, I'm just playing like a little excerpt of that Tame Wynette song. But I, I think it's all political. It's all part of the whole like Kabuki theater. Oh yeah, you know, I, nonsense. No, hundred percent agreeing with you. That I know. Uh, Boogie Nights was uh, looking to call in. What is going on, Boogie? How are you been going? Happy New Year. What is going on, everybody? Not much. Just getting through the last couple of hours of 2021, and uh, we ba- kind of basically went through it. How you know life is unfair when 2021 uh, took away Betty White but left us Joe Biden. <laughs> well, you can keep that your own way as you'd like to. That's it. So, what's going on? Is, is it already the new year where you're at? Oh, it is. Oh, it is, well, I think so. It is 1:09 a.m. Well, happy new year, happy damn new year to you, Boogie. Ah, well, Robert sucks. just rang in the new year too, just nine minutes ago. Oh, happy new year to our good Eric. friend Robert as well. There, go ahead, Boogie. Fucking love you. Thank you. I do. I do. How's the cousin I, doing? I don't mean that. Uh, no, he's doing okay. He's doing his. Oh, doing his thing. He's probably drinking I bush hope light. to God he's okay. <laughs> if, if I had to put my money on it, uh, if I were a gambling man, which now that I'm in Las Vegas, I am, uh, I would say he's drinking some bush light to sell, bring in the new year. Oh, I'm sure he is. Yeah. I'm sure so, he is. I'm sure he has. And happy I'm new doing the same thing right now. Hey, slightly serious. My friend, my brother, my friend. I got a child coming into this world, supposedly. Oh. A whole... Uh, Wow. A bunch of people want to shoot me. Wait, and, are, uh, you, are they wanting to shoot you because you're having a child? <laughs> all of the above. Okay. Well, congr- first off, congratulations on the potential child. Yeah. yeah fuck That's- my life, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what you could do to prevent it, my friend? Could have done that beforehand. Yeah. So, yeah. It's you know. okay. Mr. Slightly. Yes. It's been a wonderful, wonderful, you know, you and I, we've been around together for what? Since what? 2020? God, I'm starting to feel like I'm having a little bit before. Uh-huh. We're getting old. We're getting old. We are. I'm, I, ever since I've started this podcast, I've, uh, I've multiplied gray hairs. I know. Minor on the cheek. Oh, I think I got some coming down the cheek. <laughs> I'm gonna be the only one alone to die alone. Sucks. No, Joe Biden will be around for you still. Don't worry. No, I'm not there for him. <laughs> I'm the one that went out for the rest of the fucking group, man. I hear you. The rest of everybody. The rest of everybody that looked out for anything that mattered. The people well, that's... that thought about their rights, the people that picked up a pistol. 
Well, and that's the thing, Boogie. You know, it, it's okay. That sucks, people, man. It's okay. But here's the thing. It's okay if people have left-leaning views, right-leaning views. The only no, thing we're all I, friends. We're the all only, family. The only thing I'm I care about. The only thing I care about for our society's sake is the for the fact that people give a shit about their freedoms and their liberties. There it is. Right there. And nobody ever fucking does. Right. And that's, that's I'm I'm stuck here in a fucking house. It's because they're too busy worrying about all the bullshit that's coming down from the government and from the media outlets. Instead, like instead, like all this we've been around since 2020. Man, I've been around since 2020. I was doing the fucking stupid show. Pardon my language, folks. I mean, let, let's let's recall how how is that two weeks to flatten the curve thing working for you? Yeah, that worked out real great for working all those people good. I was with. That was worked out real great. It is, and and now they're saying that uh, you, the mask that you're wearing is not effective enough. You, you, if you're wearing a cloth mask, yeah, hey, you need to upgrade. You need to spend more money that you don't have, and you might need two or three of them again. Who knows? Yeah, well, I also got to get two or three more pistols. Did you know one thing that, God, I was listening to another show a couple nights ago. Did you know that the Biden administration is spending over $100 million? I think it's $100 million. It could be $100 billion. They are going to build a facility in Wisconsin. Can't wait to go there. You know what this facility is going to be for? It's to manufacture COVID tests, right? Now, I'm not done yet. Keep in mind that this facility is not scheduled to be built out until the year 2024. You know what, no, that, no, you know what, you know what that tells me, Boogie? That tells me that the government knows COVID's not going away. They're planning on it to continue at least for another two to three years. Omnicron, ready to go. That's already hit the streets. We're fucked. Why don't everybody just take Croc? Remember Croc started with the Russians? Yes. Yeah. Why not start it there? Say it's their fault. The Russians. The, the Russians. Well, I, I think we're we're laying the Chinese right now. <laughs> no, we're we're with the Chinese, but why not? Yeah, get it well, off the thought. That's what I'm trying to get at. Is it's way with the Chinese, and we don't like the Chinese right now. Well, like I don't think Russians. I don't I don't think we have uh, many many. Uh, Many friends internationally speaking at this point in time. No, uh, no, 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 we don't. Biden uh, just Biden, according to some sources, just came off of some little secretive meeting, and uh, Putin was really pissed off and making threatening remarks. Uh, oh, boohoo! Putin's like sixty-five years old. I wouldn't fuck with him. Like I wouldn't I'll either. Go, you have Joe I'll Biden go hand to hand. Him. Well, fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> little pansy ass. 
Nice. He wouldn't go fist to fist. I think. Come on, man. Whatever just got said. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Uh, I'll go fist to fist with fucking old man. I've done it with my old man. I ain't nobody. I ain't nobody. It's, I'm just an old dying person. Well, we're all dying. Yeah, you're absolutely right. From the day we're born, we're starting to die. <clears throat> well, yeah. Mm-hmm. So but. here's here, here's uh, what I was telling you. Uh, it's a $137 million contract to boost supply of key material for COVID tests. Uh, this was yeah, put out. No, it's bullshit. It, it's, it's, sorry, go ahead. It's it, your show. The, uh, the administration plans to announce Wednesday a $137 million contract for a Millipore Sigma, a unit of Germany's Merck, to boost production capacity of a highly constrained component of rapid corona tests, a senior administration official told Reuters. The money will allow the company over, the, over three years to build a new facility to produce nitrocellulose membranes, the paper that displays the test results, in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. At least they're going to provide jobs, I guess. That's the only positive thing I can say. That, in turn, will allow for 85 million more tests to be produced every month. Uh, Not immediately clear when the facility would ramp up to full production. Quote, it's probably the most constrained piece of technology in expanding capacity in making more of these over-the-counter or point-of-care tests, officials said. This amount they're going to produce is roughly equivalent to another billion over-the-counter tests being able to be made. And But like I said, the plan isn't to have this until 2024. So I don't know what you uh, guys think, but I am not very positive on what's to come over the next course of the next year or two. I mean, if you have uh, the administration, I mean, some could say, oh, well, they're just building this just in case. But are you really going to put that much money into something that might never be needed? I mean, you got to deal like with guys like me. That makes any sense. And I'm nobody. I'm just a voice in the community. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, now I have to deal with 9mm pistols, Kalashnikovs. I fucking hate Russians, by the way. Why do you talking not, to them. Why do you dislike Russians? What did the Russians do to you? They're not nice people. Okay. At least the ones you've been in contact with. Right. Okay. They're not bad in general. I just. Just Russians that you've come into contact with have been douchebags. Like in personal situations. Yes. Okay. And so. Well, I'm sorry. I don't know, man. It's been a long time since we've talked. And, you know, I got to protect myself and my family and everybody else against. Welcome to the show, Mr. A. Yeah, no, I hear you. And uh, as we sh- we all should, we should uh, all be able to protect ourselves. 
and our own families. Yeah, that's that's and one. I don't great things really legally deal in arms. I was talking to uh, this one gal. She was from Canada, and uh, I was talking to her. She said I the one- Canada. You guys doing okay up there? In that sorry. She was saying the one the one thing in Canada that she wishes that they had like we have here in the United States is the right to protect themselves. She we do, told, but we don't. Well, she tells me that if there's an intruder and uh, you even lay a hand on the intruder that comes into your own home, you'll be arrested. You can't lay a, a single hand on them. No, that's completely wrong. Well, that's what she tells me. She said... She said she's gotten advice, though. She's like, if you end up shooting them, make sure they're facing you when you shoot them. <laughs> so if you live in Canada I'm, and you need to shoot somebody, make sure they're uh, facing. Oh, she people. lives in Canada. She's not from. Canada. Right. She lives there. She was here in Las Vegas. visiting. Oh, she's in Canada. She's not in the United States. Correct. Okay. So, uh, and the way it works here is uh, I'm not allowed to kill somebody. I can kill them if they're in my house, but if they fall out of a window or anything outside of my own home, president, yeah, they're uh, I'm in trouble. Not yes. a lot of law officials. I'm friends with them, and we're all getting very tired of all kinds of things going on well we have a lot of things going on that uh i think a lot of them uh a lot of them we're tired of and i think uh you know COVID is the number one thing that we're tired of yeah omnicron and it's getting all the above all the above sir if you were to So, I mean, it, let me ask you this, Boogie. Knowing that the administration is looking to build these facilities in 2024, obviously it means that the COVID lockdowns could extend well beyond 2024. Oh, we're getting right down into – sorry to interrupt. So my question to you is – do you allow the American people to go about their daily lives and be aware of what's going on? Or do you think that they're going to shut things down on everybody? I believe shutdown is happening very soon. That's my 100% thought. And do you think that uh, the people of this country are going to obey those orders? I mean, some are. Some Re- are. I mean, recently, uh, over the past 24, 48 hours, you have, you have, you've had 200, oh, military, got- 200 military personnel basically been alleviated of their duties for not, uh, you know, abiding by getting, why the would you? Right. They're gonna, they're gonna rise up on themselves and, uh, it's a good thing. I got a pistol and a shotgun. Yeah, well, it, there's all. And there's I've had all, it since the beginning, man. I've told you guys since the beginning. I've been on this program and this platform with the drunken shenanigans shows and everything else, and uh, I've 
told you personally, I've got a shotgun, I've got a pistol, and it's not going to end well in a small town. And I'm not trying to cause havoc, but it's... Here's here's one thing that I've noticed, though, Boogie. So over the, over the course of the last year and a half, you have yeah, all of the crybaby, bitch-whining little criminals mm-hmm. that if they don't get yeah. their way, they go out on the streets, yep. they riot, they burn shit down, yep. and, and uh, you know what's called peaceful protesting now. Those are the unarmed. Yeah. Those are generally the unarmed folks, right? But see, the, the people there on the left that like to bitch, cry, moan, gripe about anything and everything and are butthurt and get uh, their feelings get hurt, um, it seems to me that they can organize. Why is it that the conservative types, the gun-toting folks of America, why can they? Why are they not able to organize in a an in an acceptable way? I don't understand why people don't fall in line. Where it's you know a line of command, where you actually form a protest, just like the Panthers did back in the day, and. Just go about, just go about it. Well, that's that's a that's way to happen, and that's the issue that I see. It's 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 a snowball, and this snowball is getting bigger and bigger by the as the months pass by. The div- the divisiveness that the government creates, that the news media creates, it just gets bigger and gets worse and worse as months go by, right? It's going to get horrible until I shoot somebody in the fucking head. Eventually, it's going to come to a boiling point. Like I've said over the past year, the United States, we're in a point in our society that we're basically in a cold civil war because people are too divided. They're not going to pay attention. Uh, They're stuck in what When is the last time you beat somebody with a baseball bat? When is the last time? I've never had to. No, that's it. And but now you have to, you have to stand in line and protest like a motherfucker. Well, now I'm uh, gonna be called a horrible protest, a horrible person for saying this. Oh, I can't wait to go to jail. Oh boy, don't don't be saying things you shouldn't be saying on our show. Come on now, Boogie. <laughs> no, I'm okay with it. Put me in jail. I'm fucking, I've already got a felony. A fucking, go fuck yourselves, assholes. Tell me to take a shot. Fuck you. (laughs) But you have every single right to refuse to take a shot. That is, it's your body. It's, you know. No, it is. It's my body. It's my choice. It's just like everything else that goes on in the fucking world. Right. I mean, all of the people that, uh, you know, all the abortion people and all that, my body, my choice. Uh, yeah, boo fucking who? Those assholes. Oh, well, um, and, and then the, the abortion rights crowd that wants to say my body, my choice only applies to, to, to women's bodies, you know, exactly. and want to, there you want go. to take a, an unborn baby out of them. I don't to be, have a choice killed, in that shit. But then, but, but refusing to get like the, the COVID, um, you know that vaccine or shot, to, um, and you say my body, my choice. You know that oh, that that crowd really starts losing their shit. You know, let them lose their shit. 
No, I'll Eric. shoot him in the fucking head. Eric, I'll pull off my fucking shit. I was called Sawed Off Moss for a reason. I had a fucking nickname <laughs> way, way back in the day. Way back in the day. Eric, is is there any uh, any outspoken uh, my body, my choice abortion rights person that uh, has the opposite view that you are aware of uh, when it comes to the jab? Not when they talk to me. Mm, none I can think of. Okay. Well, if you can be on the lookout for any of those activists that are all about my body, my choice when it comes to females, but are adamant that you take the jab, I would love to get in contact with them so we can bring them on the show. Because I would love for them to try to explain how there's a difference. Mm-hmm. There yeah. is a difference. It's their body. It's their fucking choice. Right, but uh, what I'm saying is, is if th- that same female says that you have no choice, you need to take the jab, then you're kind of uh, talking out your ass. No, I'll take the jab. It's, job's done. So, anywho, well, it was good to catch up with you, Boogie. Yeah, no, bad afternoon. <laughs> Happy <laughs> Christmas, all of that. Oh yes. Well. I appreciate you no, calling. Fuck him twice. And uh, we're going to let you go so we can continue on. And uh, I hope uh, you have. Don't a- let me go. Lynn. Keep me on the line. Fantastic rest of your new year, Boogie. Um, we got more shit well, I got my nine All right. Well, that was our good friend, uh, Boogie, and uh, joining us. It's been a while since we heard from him. So it's good to. Good that we got to uh, hear him. Anywho, um, gosh, where were? Let's see. Um, where where are we going next? You have any plans for the New Year holiday, uh, Erica? I know the New Year. Well, well, I think um, you know, last night um, I I just I decided to drive up into Atlanta to um, to to like a like a, a nightclub, but I'm not going to say what the name of the place is, but I've this second time I've been there, but they're supposed to be closing up shop on January 15th. But I think what, what they're doing is they're trying to find new ownership to continue the business and, you know, and keep a licensing agreement to keep the name and, and you know, keep certain business practices in place. Oh, well, but, I, but, I, but, I, and, but I decided with New Year's Eve this evening, mostly just to stay home for the most part. And then, um, trying to also get, you know, food ready for tomorrow, like collard greens, black eyed peas, um, and and a meat meat to go with it. Um, no cornbread though. No cornbread. What about corned beef? Mm, don't really have that. Okay, I'm not a big corned beef um, guy. Big sexy loves corned beef. Or corned beef hash. That yeah. that that'd be a good breakfast item. There you go. Yeah, we for uh, breakfast we had uh, what did we have? It was uh, uh, bagels, very very flavorful bagels. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I can't wait. I, I I don't I don't think I was going to say this, but I can't wait for the summertime. <laughs> Even though it's going to be like a hundred and twenty degrees, it's been cold lately. It's been reaching like forty nine and fifty and. For me, it's kind of cold coming from San Diego, um, being, for that being the high. But, uh, uh-huh. oh, one thing I got, uh, I checked the mail here, which I haven't really been checking the mail because 
Mm-hmm. I'm not expecting mail, but I got my uh, a Christmas card from my grandmother, and uh, it, it I, I shed a few tears actually. She she actually made me feel bad that I wasn't uh, with her for Christmas. So I was kind of sad. And um, let's see. In, in uh, college sports, uh, I know there's some college football games going on. Mm-hmm. Georgia routed the Michigan Wolverines 34-11, to 11, and they're going to be facing Alabama on the title game because Alabama beat Cincinnati 27-6. to 6. So it'll be – I, I don't think I think Jeremy's going to go ahead and start celebrating because I have I don't think there's a chance in hell that Georgia is going to beat Alabama in the championship game. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's what's going on there. Um, hockey. I, I might start becoming a big hockey fan because the uh, Las Vegas Golden Knights they are like in first place here uh, in the National Hockey League. Uh, they they've been kicking some ass. And uh, I've never been to a National Hockey League game. I've been to minor league hockey games. Have you ever been to any hockey games? No, I haven't. You know, when the Atlanta Knights and, and the Atlanta Thrashers hockey teams were, were here, I've never been to those games. I think probably I, I recall going to one Braves game at the former Turfield Complex, and that was, shoot, 20 years ago. Um, never been to any football games like college or professional, but I just only remember a couple of high school football games. You know, like when my my cousin Tiffany was in like marching band. Yeah. Um. You know, and then I think in like a couple of church basketball games that when my when my brother, you know, would 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 play on a church basketball team that was like back eight years ago. Oh, okay. Well, but cool. it'll be nine years ago as of you know January first, which is today here because. This was 2013. It's 2022 now. Right. Yeah. The uh, the the Las Vegas uh, Golden Knights they beat the Anaheim Ducks uh, three to one, and they are mm-hmm. first place in the Pacific Division, and uh, they have a record of 22 and 12. And they are eight and eight two and zero oh in the last ten games. Uh, so I'm gonna have to catch a, a hockey game soon, I think. And there's well, other. They have that outdoor classic game like New Year's Day. Oh, are they going to do the outdoor thing again? I, I would imagine so, which I think that's really became a New Year's Day tradition. That would be awesome. Uh, yeah, the it looks like the uh, Minnesota Wild and the St. Louis St. Louis Blues. Uh, are, they're going. They're the two teams that are going to be in the Winter Classic, is what they call it. Um, yes, I think that's going to be in Minnesota, I believe. Yeah, so that would be fun. I remember a few years back they did it. Didn't they do it at Soldier Field? Um, if I remember, in Chicago, I think. But yeah, that's yeah. always a cool. Experience. Well, they've had it in Buffalo, New York, and they've ha- probably had it in Canada, which is, you know, Glen and Tuttle's and Cha Cha's, um, you know, like home turf there. Yeah. And I Tony mean. Vino. Let's not forget about him. Oh yeah, our good friend Tony Vino. I wonder how he's doing. Well, I'm, I'm, hopefully he's holding up um, about the same. But, you know, we, we, we haven't been really seeing him hanging out on, on Podbean, but we know for a while he was uh, associated with that, you know, same platform that threw us under the bus at, at the beginning of 2021. 
Oh, yeah, but yeah. I, but I don't know whether they've thrown him under the bus either or not, or or who else they might be planning to throw under the bus if, if things are not going their way. Who knows? They might not even be around anymore, for all we know. <laughs> well, or maybe their ratings um, went, went down to shitter so bad um, that, that they finally had to been, be told to, your show is canceled. <laughs> right. <laughs> canceled everything else in, in life. You're canceled, too. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my lordy. Oh. But, um, but, but I think at the end of the day, you know, we really proved that we were too good for those fuckers. Yeah, you know, let uh, live and let live. And, uh, you know, I don't, I, you know, that the one thing that I'm not going to be a part of is uh, a bunch of people that, uh, you know, shenanigans and drama. I don't do drama. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm all on board uh, with people that want to try to do something, go places and, and contribute what I can. But uh, when it's starting to get to, to how it got, I, uh, I, uh, Slightly don't play that. So, well, drama and conflict, um, as the Yonla Van Zant would say, that's called conflama. <laughs> if you ever watch the reality show Starting Over or her or her Yonla Van Zant talk show, conglama is that what you said? Oh my god, I don't know what the hell that is. You know, uh, what is your favorite part of New Year's, Eric? Is it watching um, uh, the ball drop uh, over in Times Square in New York, or what? What is? I'm. I don't really think I have too much of a New Year's tradition besides the collard greens, black eyed peas for for the New Year's meal. Um, I know watching the ball ball drop on TV. Um, of course, like if you watch the New Year's Rock and Eve on ABC, that 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 annual New Year's Eve special has not really been the same since. That Clark got sick and, and later died. Yeah. And I, um, something happened last year. I forget what it was, but Anderson Cooper did something or said something. I forgot what it was, but he made a fool of himself. Mm-hmm. And um, it's also my understanding that NBC, I think, has decided to fire Carson Daly from the annual New Year's Eve special to bring in somebody else. But, you know, he but might, he's, he it's might a not miracle be. he's still on the. It's a miracle he's still on the Today Show, but but I know his last call talk show got canceled a couple of years ago. But I wonder maybe if Anderson Cooper's about ready to throw in the towel at NBC and go back over to MTV or VH1 to revive a TRL, which is Total Request Live. Right? Who, who knows? They they all might be getting canceled though, because uh, you know as. As you recall, you know, kind of like our vice president, uh, you know, there's, uh, you know, percentage numbers and percentages that uh, need to be hired, I guess now. So Anderson, right. Cooper, Anderson Cooper and uh, Carson Daly might, uh, I don't know, might not be colorful enough, if you know what I mean. Well, you know, well, CNN, of course, we remember they got rid of Kathy Griffin after after that one, you know, scandalous incident where she held up like. What what looked like a severed head in the likeness of, of Trump, and yeah. oh, and uh, but but like but of course, um, but but I think she's probably still enjoying her life on the D list, with the Kartrashians. Oh God, how why is it why is it that people even watch that shit? I I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. What what do you, what do people get out of watching that? 
Is it that um, they just see all the, the, the glam and all the fancy pants type stuff? They're like, oh, so cool, so nice. I wish I had yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, get, I guess that, that trash um, you know, stays on TV because I guess the network exam, network management, like it, the e-television network, I, I guess they, they just want more eye candy. I guess. I mean, I, I just don't get it. It's like, okay, number one. 99% of us are never going to achieve what they have. Number mm-hmm. two, why would you want to be like them? They're such low lives. I mean, they, they do absolutely nothing to contribute to society. Absolutely zero. Name me one thing that any fucking Kardashian has done that has been a benefit to society. I mean, I hate to say it, but I mean, hell, Elon Musk and... Uh, What's the other guy that he's uh, basically trying to? Jeff sh- Bezos. Yeah, Jeff Bezos. At least those two. I mean, they're rich and, uh, and all that, and you know they've uh, got uh, billions of dollars in the bank. But at least you know what they're, they're doing something for people in, in society. I mean, the Kardashians and all the other bullshit people that have these quote unquote reality, which is not reality. Uh, it's a fucking waste of your life. It's a waste of your time to watch these people. It's unbelievable, but people are addicted to the shit. It's unbelievable. Welcome, welcome uh, you know, look, look at how look at how people were addicted to like Jerry Springer in the nineties, and and um, and those people would go on the show and 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 then like start throwing punches and and have those little fist fights about you know you know like um you know like the love triangles and the home wreckers or <sighs> or if you ever turned on Sally Jesse Raphael, um, all, all oh. her shows mostly featured was. The out of control kids and teens and the and the and the mom and the moms and dads who um, apparently um, do not practice the old the old classic method of spare the rod spoil the child, meaning like a, you, like you took a paddle or or a belt to those kids' fannies and you tore it up and and instilled the fear of God's wrath in them and and that was a real thing back in the old days, or the or if you watch Maury Povich, it's mostly the DNA paternity tests like the unwed mothers spreading their legs for the deadbeat fathers right uh pod father happy damn new year to you as well and much success to everyone whether whatever your goals might be this coming year um i hope you achieve each and every single one of them whatever they may be and speaking back though to like the jerry springers the mari povich uh and all the rest of the sally jesse and and then even too much saucy was a guest on Maury Povich and Ricky Lake shows, but she talked about how, you know, Maury was a real jerk, but, but, but Ricky Lake on the other hand was real down to earth. But, but one thing she did, did say was that the guests that go on that show, those shows that it's all mostly scripted. Right. I, know, I mean, that, that the guests are auditioning for acting roles. If anything, the only reason to tune into those shows was to, you know what, to watch them and be like, huh, these fuckers, my life isn't as bad. <laughs> At least if you're watching those shows, your life in comparison is a hell of a lot better than what you're watching. And it makes you feel a little bit better about yourself, I guess. Uh, oh. And well, you probably but you know what what kind of example are that are are those you know those guests going on those shows set, setting for for people watching at home um and um and you also have to wonder like when when Sally Jesse would feature like the out of control kids and teens on the those shows like were, were those kids really who they say they are or, or, you know, like, 
what, what, like where where are the, the real parents if if those are even their real parents you know what, like why are they exploiting their kids yeah no i i get that are, are they really hurting so bad for money well apparently i mean then again i mean most of those people are now just leeching off the government so right um, yeah, actually, I, I do want to make an excerpt. I wish everyone a a uh, happy new year, with the exception of anybody associated with the Biden administration. They can all kiss my ass. <laughs> Everybody else can have a uh, successful new year, uh, with the exception of anyone associated with the Biden administration. Let's, I'll, I'll leave that. Um, what else we got? Um. What what is the uh, big prediction of uh, twenty twenty two as we move forward, Eric? What uh, what is it that no. we might not see right now that you think might happen? Well, I mean that's really tough to predict, but um, come on, Nostradamus, Eric is with us tonight. Come on. <laughs> well, ho- ho- hopefully, you know, like you know. He- I would imagine, like the twenty twenty two, like midterm elections. Hopefully, the, the you know the Republicans are successful in taking back the House and the Senate, and um, and Trump um, makes yeah. makes that predict bold announcement that he's going to run again in twenty twenty four in hopes of really mopping up the floor. And then we definitely need somebody back in office that gives a shit about America, the American people. That's number one. Uh, that has to start. At the primaries of next year. So keep your fingers crossed. Uh, Podfather says uh, he predicts COVID number 55 and booster shot number 117, uh, which I don't think is too far off, Podfather. Uh, earlier in the show, we had discussed how the Biden administration is spending over $120 million to build a facility in Wisconsin that should be done by 2024 for COVID testing which leads everyone to believe that uh, COVID is at least, you know, the lockdowns and COVID-19 will be with us far throughout further than 2024. Um, otherwise, uh, he just, then again, you could uh, oppose that by saying, well, he's just fucking wasting taxpayer money and just building a building uh, for taxpayer dollars of the tune of $120 million. But uh, we'll see. Mr. A says uh, he's taken way too many COVID shots tonight. I shouldn't need a booster. <laughs> what are you? Well, uh, he's geez. probably going to wake up with a COVID hangover in the morning. Oh yeah, the COVID hangover is going to bite you in the ass, Mr. A. What have you been shooting up there, Mr. A? Is it uh, the whiskey, the tequila? I don't know. B B three. B three A almonds joined us. Is that is that? Uh, well, I think that three could be bear. I don't. I don't know if it's dark bear or if it's somebody else. No, it's, it looks like a bear. Smells like a bear. Anyways, um. So anyway, anybody else have any predictions of next uh, of twenty twenty two? What's the big thing that's going to happen that we don't know? Uh, Podfather says on a serious note, he predicts more government control. Vaccine travel passports for interstate travel, food regulations and rationing, and gas prices going to five fifty to six dollars a gallon. The gas thing is not too far off. In California, it's already almost at five, uh, so I don't think there's a problem with that. I do uh, agree with you. See, 
I think it was this past week or the week before, there was a blurb that was put out in government in, in Washington about I think it was from piece of shit Dr. Fauci saying that people that travel domestically need to be vaccinated and show proof of vaccination. Now, Washington immediately rejected the idea. But you see, it doesn't matter if they rejected the idea or not right away. The fact of the matter is they're putting it out there to see what type of reaction is going to happen within, the, within society. Anything and everything that government does, it's never a flip of a light switch. They gradually, it's kind of like they lube you up. And then they just stick it in you slowly but surely until, you know what, before you know it, it shit's already done and it's too late. So the whole uh, interstate thing, the traveling vaccination cards and all that, that's a, that's a pretty good possibility if you're going to travel on an airline, even domestically, of what's going to happen. Speaking of that, Eric, did you get a chance to see on the, on the Twitter twatter that I posted uh, our Karen of the month. Um, I haven't had a chance to look at that. Oh my God. But, there, so there's this chick and she was, I forget why she was pissed off. I gotta go look, but she was upset because the guy, an older gentleman was eating in his seat and he didn't have his mask on. Now keep in mind the dumb broad didn't have her mask on either, but she actually physically assaults this guy spits in his face and it was just horrible thank god they arrested her and she was charged charged and uh, taken in but unbelievable um mr a says i can't have a hangover if i don't stop drinking yeah that's true uh bear says civil war that won't be civil i don't know bear um all signs are pointing into that direction. You've already have had two former generals coming out saying that even within the military ranks, there's going to be a revolt uh, come 2024. Um, you know, some could say, well, that's why they're weeding some of the military members out of uh, the military right now because they don't want to take the jabs. But you got to keep in mind, there's, I guarantee you, there's plenty of military members in our armed forces that are taking the jab unwillingly just to keep their job. And so if the day does come, you know, I, I hear a lot of people, they say that, oh, well, the military, they are basically, uh, you know, they're basically all about the president. They're sworn and, you know, the president is their boss and all that. I, I, I my thoughts differ from that i think the military and i and you can agree with me or disagree i don't give a shit but the mil people men and women of our military they're supposed to uphold you know what the constitution is all about not who mm -hmm. is in office and so i do think that if something were to arise you're going to have a big split in within the military of who's going to take whose sides so it'll be it'll be interesting to see. I I I don't. It's not something that I want. I don't think it's something that would be great for for the society for any society. But I mean, if you take a look at other <clears throat> quote unquote third world countries over the past decade 
decade or two, you'll see a lot of similarities that have happened over there that we are currently experiencing here. I mean, namely, uh, thugs going out and about in our society, burning shit down, breaking into stores, stealing whatever they want. Uh, help. Now they're doing it by the mobs. Uh, nothing happens to them. You have, you know, uh, January 6th, you have hundreds upon, you know, maybe thousands breaking into the Capitol to disrupt what was going on in there. You have a government who wants to lock down its people, basically making sure that they jump when they tell them to jump. Uh, at a certain point, whether you, whether people like it or not, everyone has a, a boiling point. Once it gets to that, it doesn't matter if you're on the left and the right or where the hell you're at. When you've had enough, you've had enough. We're already, I would say, 75% to where our society has had enough. Whether it's the left or the right, it doesn't matter. COVID is just the icing on the cake for them. If they try and lock the country down, if they try to, if they start beginning to take you out of your house with undue process and throw you into an internment camp. Mark my words, that will be the start of a civil war. Because once you lose your rights and liberties like that, it's game over. When you have, when you're in the comfort of your own home and someone from the government can come in, rip you out of your house, and throw you into an internment camp just because. Just because they might think, oh, he might be a health threat. Bullshit. That's when you'll start to see things go far beyond where we're at now. And I hope to God that that doesn't happen. But we'll see. Podfather says that even uh, to visit the grocery stores, there could be travel passports. He also predicts that food delivery companies such as Grubhub and DoorDash will see an enormous spike in stock value by the end of summer. See, I, I'm all about to, I wouldn't be too – I'm good with food delivery companies. Uh, the only thing I wouldn't want them to deliver are my fruits and vegetables. But, you know, it'll be interesting. Uh, oh, yeah, we have the Winter Olympics coming up in – what is it, January, Eric? February. Oh, February. Okay. I can't wait. Well, I bet their writings will really go down the tube. Um, we, we could definitely flush the toilet on the Olympics because I think really what the Olympics have turned to, really, in my opinion, is shit. All right. Well, you know, we could call it the, the COVID Olympics. COVID Olympics um, part two. Right? Where you can send your athletes uh, to China and get more COVID <laughs> and return back to their countries to spread it. How about that? Are we sending? Are we actually sending Americans to China to compete in the Olympics? I think the the athletes are supposed to be competing, but but like certain like like de delegates, like um, like politicians are, are supposed to be boycotting it. But but I but I but I would imagine Brandon and Son, you know, that the, they'll they'll probably go, but knowing them. Well, you know what? I think 
I really think that our American athletes should boycott the Olympics. I really believe that. Uh, hey, and it happened with the Moscow Olympics in 1980, and and and, Mos- and Moscow returned the favor in the 1984 games. But hey, hey, the Olympics still survived. You know what? But not just the Americans should not go. The entire world should boycott the Chinese Olympics. Just to pay special thanks for them exposing the entire world to COVID. Because we all know mm-hmm. that it came, we all know that it came from Wuhan. I mean, and we know, of course, China and and Donald Trump, China, you know, you know, gave orders to release this virus, or or we're supposed to say allegedly. Allegedly, yes, allegedly. Yeah, I mean, all 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 signs point to China. Kind of like all of our products. <laughs> um, Podfather also says uh, on that note, other companies such as Upwork. That involve people working from home will also see a spike in stock value, while travel companies, airlines, cruise liners will all see a drop in stock value. I don't know. I I th- I, I think you'll see a bit of a decrease in stocks for the travel industry. Uh, I don't think it's going to be well. I think a lot of that depends on what the government does. If the government locks shit down, you'll see a lot of these companies. Although then again, here's the thing, Podfather. Any major corporation, whether Biden locks them down or not, you know that they're going to get a payoff somehow, somewhere. It's kind of like you know when the all the banks went bankrupt in the 2008 housing financial crisis. Uh, the federal government just you know, oh, don't worry, you lost billions of dollars because of all this. Don't worry, we got you. They'll do the same thing for these airline and travel companies as well. But uh, as far as the stock value itself, you, you're probably right. They, if they do lock down things, um, probably not a smart investment choice uh, at the beginning of the new year. That's for sure. Um, what do you? What do you? Th- what are your thoughts on um, cryptocurrency? You think that you know uh, over the past forty eight hours, uh, things have been drastically going down. Uh, probably a lot of people cashing out to pay taxes and all that. But uh, I'm curious to think uh, whether you think uh, cryptocurrency is going to go back and spike back up. Oh, the, that's a remains can be seen thing. It does. Um, you know, uh, Bitcoin has, you know, kind of flirted with 65,000 to 70,000. I think, I don't think it's gotten to 70, but definitely uh, close to 65 a couple of times over the past, this past year. Uh, as of late, I think as of right now, I th- want to say it's around 46,000 as we speak live on the air right now. Let me check in really quickly and see. Yeah, right now it's at $47,000 a coin. Um, Over the past week, yeah, just as – so we'll see. I don't know. We'll talk quite a bit more about that. Oh, yeah, we are up against the uh, two-hour mark. Uh, Podfather says it will drop through the end of January into early February. By March, it will rebound, and we could see 70 k a piece for a Bitcoin. Yeah, I, I think it'll come back up. I'm not too concerned about uh, crypto. Um, and, you know, it bounces up and down all the time. Been very impressed with, been very successful with Bitcoin. I bought a Hummer with with Bitcoin. Damn, look at you. Yeah, I, oh, wow. uh, I had Bitcoin when it was at $3,000 a long time ago. Um, 
you know, it's, a, it's not a happy ending. But anyways, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully everyone's successful in whatever type of investments uh, you're looking at over the next year. Hopefully you had a successful investing year this past year as a lot of things have shot up, especially if you've invested in, in real estate. Uh, if you've owned real estate for the past couple of years, you're doing pretty well for yourselves. But uh, we'll see what happens in the new year. We're going to wrap things up here. I think, Mr. Eric, anything uh, you'd like to well, add? Um, well, it's midnight in the mountain time zone, but I know you got one more hour left. But I know unless you and Big Sexy are planning on, on going out to celebrate on the Strip. Uh, well, the Strip is actually shut down. Uh, they have locked oh. it off uh, for safety reasons. You're not allowed to have any bags or there's all kinds of restrictions. It's crazy. But uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get in, the, uh, in view of where we can see some fireworks. Right. Um, but, of course, um, we, we, we certainly th- thank, of course, friends of the Slightly Serious Show, you know, for be- being with us all, all, all this year. And, of course, you know, and then the guests that we were fortunate enough to have on this year, like um, Carl Bonick, um, the, the, the weather forecaster from Michigan, who was let go from his job because of the the vaccine shot mandate, and then Neil Crabtree, who is the laid off pipeline welder. Um, then our friends from the Free Think Institute. Um, we we certainly enjoyed the the privilege of having them on. But with this new year coming up, we look forward to having the Free Think Institute back. Um, ho- hopefully, may- maybe sometime th- this month, you might temporarily bring back like the video stream. So when we do have the Free Think Institute, Miss Peggy and a and a couple other friends, you know, we, we certainly look forward to having them, but hopefully sometime this year, we're going to get a, a VIP, big VIP guest or two, um, you know, you know, one being like um, an elected m- member of Congress, but we won't say who it is um, until we can get absolute confirmation. And then, or I know we might even have people suggesting that we should get Juanita Broderick. Um, you never know, right? Slightly. You never know. Kyle who- Rittenhouse. Yes, you never know who to expect on the show. Uh, 2022 should be a fantastic year for us. And I appreciate everyone listening to the show and uh, bearing through with us as we're making the transition from uh, California to the fabulous city of Las Vegas, Nevada. And uh, Mm -hmm. we'll get the uh, video stuff back up. I would say I'm going to give an estimate between March and May of this year. Um, so that's, that's the, that's the key months that we're looking at at this point, but, uh, stay tuned, cross your fingers that 2022 will be a, a better year than last. Um, absolutely. God forbid it be worse. I don't see how it can, but I'm sure it could, but we'll get through it together and we'll talk about it as we get through Mm -hmm. it. I hope everyone has a blessed rest of your evening. Be safe out there. Don't drink and drive on this New Year's Eve. If you're on the West Coast waiting to celebrate an hour, if you're over on the Midwest or the East Coast, happy damn New Year to you, and we'll see you back. And other parts of the world, too. Exactly. And we'll see you back here again. Well, um, I look forward to having everybody here for the year 2022 and and many more years to come. And, um, And, of course, we know the best is yet to come in 2022. We we can pray and hope, um, but um, but we want everybody, of course, as always, to be safe. And then, but otherwise, you'll probably still see us around, like Podbean at the John DeVito Show and the Old Man's Podcast and John Gale and Mike Tampa Bay, and and we look forward to hopefully some of our other podcast friends bringing their shows back in the new year as well. And 
but but we'll but we'll definitely get back in the groove of things. That's right. And uh, until we see each other, uh, stay tuned uh, over on the Twitter Twitter to keep updated on what's going on when we're going to be on next. Also, you can always go to slightlyshow.com. We'll get a new celebrity death uh, poll going for 2022 soon. And uh, until next time, take care of yourselves and one another, and God bless. Later. What the hell? Come on, work. Unbelievable. This is not working like I thought it was. Give me one second. Unbelievable. This is not working. Um, Hey, Lady Me, we're wrapping up. Lady Me, what happened? Thank you for joining James today. And as always, this show made possible by you, the most beautiful audience on the planet, and by the generosity of the idiot in chief. Let's go, Brandon, from the free state of Nevada, wishing you Biden free dreams and capitalist wishes till we meet again. Start spreading the news I'm leaving today I want to be a part of it New York, New York These vagabond shoes Are longing to stray Right through the very heart of it New York, New York I want to wake up In a city that doesn't sleep And find I'm king of the hill Top of the heap These little town blues Are melting away I'll make a brand new start of it In old New York If I can Make it there, I'll make it anywhere. It's up to you, New York, New York. New York, New York. I want to wake up in a city that never sleeps And find I'm day number one, top of the list, king of the hill
there. I'm gonna make it anywhere. It's up to you, New York. Brandon, I agree. What is going on, lady? I mean, we have like two minutes, before, uh, a few minutes before we have to head out. Hey, happy, we're echoing. Happy damn New Year. How are you? Happy New Year's. I'm doing okay. Where have you been? I called you back. You didn't answer. Oh, I did not see you call. Uh, block. Hey, Eric. Happy New Year's. Happy New Year to are you, you as well, lady. Me. Um, we had Robert and Billy Knights here earlier, but. You know, they, they, they've already yeah, celebrated New Year. Well, um, and I'm oh, sure you'll probably be talking to him again tomorrow. I will. I will. Of course. I have to ask. Well, and, and hopefully Laura's doing very good, too. I have to ask uh, rounding because I, you know, I get a, uh, <laughs> I, you know, rounding gives me a, a better perspective. Do you, did, did you kind of like the, the outro that uh, we had made here? Thank you for joining James today. And as always, this show made possible by you, the most beautiful audience on the planet and by the generosity of the idiot in chief. Let's go, Brandon, from the free state of Nevada, wishing you Biden free dreams and capitalist wishes till we meet again. Isn't that lovely? I mean, it's beautiful. Who did that for you? Oh my gosh, I'm telling you. Um, that's um, Bubba from the Beans and Weenie show, you know, with Spanky and Scooter. Yes. Yeah, it's, oh it's, my it's, god. It's, it's yeah, beautiful. Ronnie's fired. <laughs> fired. <laughs> I guess we're both fired, Ronnie. You guys uh, are fired, yes. What's well, happy New Year's, I guess. What are you doing for huh? New Year's? I'm trying to go to sleep. I gotta go to work in the morning. <laughs> so I'm trying oh, to sleep. You, are you back? Oh, you're back over there then. You're back uh, yeah. to Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm back over here. Yeah. And yeah. it's two o'clock in the morning here, so I got to be at work. I got to wake up at 445. Oh, you poor thing. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah right. you, you know, I, at least I know there's somebody uh, that doesn't doesn't have to go to work that's in our chat room tonight. So thank God you don't have to go to work. Uh, number three. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget to make breakfast before you leave there, me. My coffee and my breakfast. No, yeah. he's gonna make my coffee and my breakfast. Unbelievable. That, that would mean he has to wake up. Oh, he'll wake up, believe me. Oh boy. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> that's, that's another show there, Lady Me. <laughs> I love you guys. Have a nice New Year's. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, we're gonna go out <laughs> and look for fireworks right now. Oh nice. Okay. Yeah. The the strip well, is shut down. We're not gonna be on the strip. Plus, there's too much COVID on the strip right now. So. Oh my God, for real! Wait, wear your mask, please. Don't worry. I, I well, we're not going to go to the strip, but yes, we we are we're keeping safe. Okay, good. All right. All right. Have well, a good night. Get some sleep and a happy damn New Year's to you, you and too. to all of our beautiful listeners. Be safe out there tonight. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night, guys. Bye now. Bye, Eric. Bye now.